0: Good evening, y'all. Welcome to another episode of 180 Degrees on 7 to 9 a.m. We run from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Now, guys, Unfortunately, it will just be me here, Zoe George, in studio. Please send lots of love and prayers to my co-host, Inga Stoppels. You are sincerely missed by not just me, but also the listeners. Your presence cannot be replaced. And though nothing is wrong with her, you should pray because as my dad has always said, we need to pray to make it today. I say we pray and then he would start singing. (laughs) But I'm not going to do that. So if you guys would like to tell me about how your week was, because this was quite an eventful week for some of us. For others, maybe not. But, you know, it was just an average weekend. We just had Valentine's Day yesterday. For some of you, you may have had a Galentine's yesterday. And you know what? All power to you. Some of you might have even taken yourselves out to celebrate yourselves. Self-love, maybe. And that's okay. However, you can also celebrate today as well if you listened last week Or maybe you know from prior information, today is Childhood Cancer Day. So your prayers can also go out to all the children all over the world and South Africa. People you may know or may not know who are affected by cancer and are children or may even be adults. I hope you guys are still participating in the Cupcakes for Children's Charity case. Sorry, guys. I'm still like I didn't do anything this valentine's because i was unfortunately attending a funeral for a woman i love very dearly but she has gone and passed on and i am missing her and i'm praying for her and her family if you guys would like to let me know what you did this valentine's weekend i would love to know so just whatsapp 081-729-1657 psalm
1: 72 verse 19 praise be to his glorious name forever may the whole earth be filled with
0: his glory Amen and amen. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town? Now welcome back to the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show. Most of you are already familiar with what it is, and if you aren't, maybe you can tell by the name what exactly the section of the show is. Now, seeing that we are no longer in a very strict lockdown nationwide we are able to go down in cape town still and not feel as much guilt so this week's what's down in cape town i think will be centered on restaurants because we are in the month of love and whether you're celebrating the love you have for your partner your friends your family or even yourself many people will agree that eating out and eating well is a great way to express your love so the first restaurant we have here is called the Table at Demeer. Now, this restaurant is described as looking as if it comes straight out of the province of province, which is actually in France. You can find it on Demeer Wine Farm in Moldersburg, Stellenbosch. Now, this restaurant, bear in mind, is only open from Thursday to Sunday from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. So if you just want to walk in any day, you might have to think twice about that. Next, we have Ham and Ice Eatery at bloe Klippen. This restaurant boasts a many from traditional South African dishes, specifically from the Cape, and a- has also got some international cuisines. Now, this restaurant is open from Sunday to Wednesday, no, Wednesday to Sunday, excuse me, from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. It is also open from Thursdays to Saturday, from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. So this is another one where you will have to coordinate yourself if you want to enjoy some of their nice food you can find it on Blauklippen Estate and Strand Road on the R44 in Stellenbosch now the next one is Himmelheis which I am believed to believe means heaven house in Dutch this creative seasonal restaurant has a menu that is bursting with options one or more delicious than the next what your appetite wet your appetite with a freshly squeezed juice The website recommends that you try their green apple or celery and ginger or the carrot, pear and garden beets. They sound healthy and delicious. This restaurant is open from Monday to Sundays from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Their breakfasts are apparently amazing and this one, I guess, is a little bit more accessible. However, only if you are more free in the morning time. You can find it on 71 Vartokan Street in Cape Town. Now the last, but certainly not the least, is nourished. The owner Natasha Napoli's menu offers a selection of fresh cold-pressed juices and smoothie boards served in Instagrammable coconut dishes. Ooh, your feed will never be the same after you visit this place. The breakfast dishes and tasty t- toasts are all packed with fresh, locally-grown ingredients. It is open all week from 7.30am to 5 30 p.m. so you can have a whole day at this place you can pretty much go whenever and yeah it has a lot of freedom you can find it on the corner of Kloof and hoof street in cape town and that is all we have for this week's what's down in cape town psalm 72 verse 19 praise be to his glorious name forever may the whole earth be filled with his glory amen and amen now, this week, I am so excited about the interview we have planned. We are going to be te- speaking to Ati Ndwebi. Now, Ati is the founder of a charity organization called Uyanda, Serve in Faith Movement Foundation. This charity is led by young people and was founded by <coughs> Ati in the year 2017 when he was just 16. They work within the local community with a mission to enhance the lives of the people in the local communities. Their main objective is to create and develop a helping and supporting system in our South African society. They also stand out to provide services to all communities regarding charity slash feeding schemes slash mentorship slash educational support slash other related situations and issues and any other conditions. And while they do a handful for the community and we. It is just so amazing that we have groups like this here in South Africa out to make a change. So I would just like to say good evening, Mr. Ndwebi. How are you doing this
1: evening? Good evening, Zoe. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good.
0: I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. So I would like to ask you, how did the Uyanda Service in Faith movement begin?
1: Um. Yeah, as you said in the introduction, Uyanda, off, um, Uyanda was founded by artists which is me, myself. (laughs) Um, We answered off as a soup kitchen. Um, We were giving away, like, and every week and um, on a daily basis, food parcels, bread, and fresh prepared meals on a daily basis, which we also saw then as the times went by, um, another gap in the communities and also in the local society, whereby we we, we came in with educational support um, charity and mentorship yeah
0: mm. would you say as you said in your answer that as the times went by you saw these needs arising would you say that these needs have become more prominent now ever since we've entered the COVID-19 lockdowns or ever since COVID-19 has been on the scene would you say that that has yeah. affected in what ways would you say
1: I um, mean you know, um First of all, as I said already, like with the kitchen, we have seen like people um being retrenched from work you know, mm. and yes. in that way as as a foundation we are now we could st- we can st- we could fill st- st- in the gap and help with family food puzzles, and also at sc- at schools we could help um learners during the week with homeworks okay. um and also assignments you know, and also mentorship to families um that most loved ones in during this pandemic time, mean, you know. Um, but daily, each and every day we just learn from it. As one of my statements says, um, we should um, um form a connect a, a connecting network by helping one another. And with that I always say to people, you know, um you can just have a friend with whatever you have. And as small as small as it can be, it can be um a much, much impact to someone else.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. I agree. I feel like oftentimes people generally resist the the urge that they have naturally to help people because they feel like what they have is not enough. But oftentimes we fail to consider the fact that sometimes the smallest thing that something you may disregard can actually go a very long way. And you should help even if you have to start small. So I would like to ask... What was the inspiration behind the name Uyanda of the foundation?
1: Uh, Wow, wow. Um, The name Uyanda, um, when we started the office, we had the office serving state only. But as uh, as we went into the whole charity team, we came across the name Uyanda. But the inspiration behind the name Uyanda, like Uyanda in simple English meaning is increase. Increase. Yeah, um, which also goes by with the thing as I shared with you guys earlier. We should form a connecting network by helping one another. You know, which I also um, touch on on my previous answer. week like when we start to help at home, mm. then we go to work. We, we help someone there at work or at school or whether it's a church or in the community. It starts to grow within us in the, in um, in the society because someone else sees it like at home like. If you are a parent, you start to help maybe your neighbor, your kids, your kids or the children in the house, see what you are doing, and they start to, to develop and to, um, to get attracted to get thing that thing. They actually, they inherit that thing from you and start to do that thing also. Now, which means, however, which I, I, I stand on that, it um, leads the level of the helping, like, which means the helping resources never decrease. Instead of decreasing, it increases, yes. you know? It's
0: what we with the name Uyanda. Oh, okay, I see now. As you were explaining how children often learn from their parents how to be compassionate towards other people, it really just struck this bell in my mind that reminded me of Ubuntu and just the spirit of that and how prevalent it is in South African societies and just how parents are inadvertently, you know, passing on those philosophies to their children and it just... It is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I love it. I would like to then ask, what is the vision and mission of the foundation?
1: Yeah, um, our vision is to create and develop a helping and supporting system in our society and also to move from door to door as we get a support in administering our system and supporting development in the society, which means... um, that we then we not only focus on our own needs as we are now, but we also care about the other needs of other people in our in our um, local communities which by we also ask them how can we help you mm-hmm. and what do you think will be the better way for you to to be helped by us you know it's like coming to someone with information but at the same time we want to get information from them also yes yeah okay and our mission and our mission statement is to enhance the lives of all people in the communities, the less fortunate um, children, families, um, by um, nourishing um, their mind as well as their bodies with Mm -hmm. their well-being to facilitate children from abuse, better with schoolwork, young people with low low self-esteem and also adults who are suffering from alcohol and drug abuse. with this statement and vision in our minds, we also always, always like whenever we do things, we always have values. Uh, one of our values is to create a minimum amount of dependency mm-hmm. in our in our community. That's why we say, with our uh, vision statement, we like to, to create and develop a helping, and supporting system. That's why we, whenever we go to someone, we always like like to look in the background: Are they willing to be helped? are they willing to come up front with solutions to help us, helping them? Yeah.
0: Wow. That's a very well thought out vision and mission statement. Also because it not just imposes this way of, Oh, we're going to help you like this, but also asks them to give you feedback on in which ways do they need help. And I just think that's actually very progressive. I really must commend you on being so ambitious and actually going out and doing this. And it's, it's just such a laudable thing for someone to do at your age. You're you're about 20, right?
1: 19.
0: 19. Wow. You are an inspiration for the youth, and that is very amazing. I really must commend you on doing and accomplishing so much at this young age. I would like to ask you, are there any challenges that come with being a young person and starting this charity that are maybe specific to your age, because I know there is a lot of ageism that exists in the society.
1: Um, yeah, um, bear in mind when I when I founded Uyanda, I was only sixteen years old. Mm-hmm. I literally started off with nothing in hand, and and challenges being young and this um, is just great as um, just a load, uploading one gigabyte WhatsApp data on your phone. With, with knowing, like you will be in touch with people, um, like more on a easily on an easily way. Yes. With that in mind, with that answer in mind, it's like as the years went by, I started to focus not in, not not on myself anymore, but on the needs of others, and also of the need in the community. Mm-hmm. And always, whenever I'm working, I always add in my mind: actually, you're not doing this for only for yourself or maybe for recognition or to be seen, oh, Archie is doing this, artist doing that. Is that like, I want to help others so that they can help other people also. Because I always say, I always keep in mind like, I'm not wanting to help others, but I want to help the next generation to become mentally, mm-hmm. healthier, wiser, and more self um so they can become able to care for themselves. And the children, and the next generation after that, yes. and you know, every day I, I always say my challenges just become every day great. Like um, being behind my phone daily because I always work on my phone, connecting with people for sponsorship, mm. connecting with people, telling them how it's going to the, with the um, charity, sharing my vision, sharing my mission, doing rad, ra, um, radio interviews, speaking to speaking to crowds about. Uyanda. and it's always just joyful to, to do that because its oh, but like i always say um we just became just like i'm married to it um it yes. just, it's part of me now and that's what i'm saying the um the challenges of it just it's just coming like uploading one gigabyte of water data um for a month like it's becoming because now you're gonna watch videos you're gonna do whatever what i'm saying it just that's great so it
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah,
0: I love that. That it doesn't even feel like it's a challenge for you because the love you have for this work is just—it's so tangible. I can feel it. I'd like to ask about. You say you upload one gig of WhatsApp data. Like, can you please yeah. uh, elaborate on that? I'm a little bit elaborate. confused.
1: Yes, please. Oh yeah, you know when you're uploading one gig of WhatsApp data, maybe middle of the month, yes, and maybe you you just ran out of data. You just like lot uh, I was just chatting with someone now, and pretty much now we are doing an interview over the, over the radio now, and the, the power just um, goes off.
0: Ah, oh, load shedding, right? Oh
1: my god. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> it know that sweet trouble. You <laughs> <mind. laughs> was see the whole month, like the people were like, "Hi, Bob, we didn't have." I'm uh, listening to our and So we like, like now on live, and suddenly the power just went out. Oh. What is happening? And the same thing with um Ablo, um. Like when the data just goes off while you are chatting with someone, like in the, like in my, like in my position now, um, every time, whenever um, because I'm saying the challenges of 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 running my own charity, being young, just became great, great great challenges. Instead of being the ones that let me let me down or just like you know, because mm-hmm. I'm saying I, I I just over the years I just growed over my weaknesses. I just standing firm. And being a leader to members, being a leader to ambassadors, is just mm-hmm. one of a great of a great um feeling. Yeah. Every time I'm learning after it. Yeah. Hmm.
0: That's very that's very beautiful, and that leads me to want to ask. Like, I have two questions. Yeah. Firstly, the first one being. um how would you say that, like, taking on this adult, adultly, I have air quotes, people on Facebook Live can see me doing that, but they can't see me over the radio doing it, but this adultly thing, how would you say that has changed you and having to do something like this at such a young age? Um, can
1: you repeat the question again, please?
0: How would you say taking on this great responsibility at such a young age has changed you for the better? I
1: would say I became more Responsible. Yes, um, I became more responsible for um, for others and for myself. Also, it helped me to know that someone is um, someone else is happy with less with live what I have. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes we only focus on the small things or the things we have in front of us, but not knowing that someone else outside there, somewhere, will even be, will be happy with what. The smallest things we have, like um, something like uh, a slice of bread, Mm. you know, it it, it may seem sometimes for us something small, but when you go out there, go doing your outreach and giving a slice of bread someone, it's like you just gave them a million rand. It's like Mm. wow, thank you. It would be like thank you, Artie, thank you for this, Um, Artie. I really, I'm really thankful for this because I was just going to bed now without anything, and you're coming up now with that thing. Even present day, even which I always see the people when I'm working they them, like, even a smile is something big. <laughs> I always say it's not about like charity work, it's not about starting a foundation, starting organization, or whatever. It start by you, you, you yourself walking up and down every day in the mall, wherever. You're Where mm. charity is you working there. That's why you to smile. <laughs>
0: yes, charity does indeed start at home. I really do agree with you there. I'd like to ask, are there any success stories specifically that you can share from people in the charity or things that the charity has done that you would like to share with the audience?
1: Of course, um, there are many. However, because of the, of the time limit and excitement of the listeners, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm only able to share a few. Um, last year, we had a um, a Yardin Gala event However, under COVID regulations mm. and rules, where to limit the numbers and whatever, we catered over over 300 elderly people. Um, <laughs> and with the time when I, I announced to my to my team to my team members and ambassadors, I was like, hey, guys, we'll be having this year. End of this end of this year, we'll be having a elderly gala event. However, we don't have anything." We don't have money, we don't have um, food, um, we don't have um, um, the tape how we going to, we don't have to wait, how to cater them, how we're going to do it. with a plan at hand. I was just like, okay, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, one was like, actually, where's the money for this because it's over 300 people and they have to eat, they like, must entertainment, they must do whatever. like, uh, don't worry. I was like, we can just insta- take God by His word. And trust me. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The um, we um, at the beginning of this year, when we counted all the slips, all the donations, all everything together, um, it it rounded up us up around eleven thousand rand, wow. six hundred and fifty I was like, it was just God because mm-hmm. I was just literally in that time period. I went maybe twice or once on my Facebook. I went live. I say. I shared um, the plan, I shared the, the mind around um, the event and what we'll be doing, how we'll be doing it. And I promise the people, are like, we'll will, we will be keeping by the regulation, we'll be keeping by the rules. Because it's all, it's all elderly people. Mm-hmm. And, you now the wonderful thing is the time when we prepare the whole, I was like, guys, can you please pray? We pray, you know, we, we speak life. Uh, over the hall, we speak life over the table, mm. we speak life over the food. And, rem- like now, we, it's February, right? Yes. No one of our young know, people has attended that um, event. Um, it's, 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 all of them are COVID negative. No, mm. no one of them is Amen. COVID um, positive. I was like, wow, just God? And, at that time, even at the event, they we were like, Archie, oh, you know, when I, when I was walking in here, I felt I felt free. I felt, I felt healed. Uh, uh, I just got healing. My legs are now feeling better from before. I'm like, wow, we just got. And you know, that the funny part is that we, we, all, all those things we did with the team in our mind, we want our elderly people also to have a time to relax, you know. Most of our, our people in our community always have to look after their grandchildren, yes. look after their kids. Um, cleaning in the house, sitting on the stoop, just just a daily basis thing. We like there's no way we can not we, we can allow this happen in our society because our, most of our organizations now are only focusing on young people, mm-hmm. drug addicts, people who are addicted with alcohol, and it's not their own goal for me. For me, like we have also to focus on our elderly people in our and them also. Mm-hmm. If I will do that, and also every year <clears throat> beginning of the year we always do the ba- um, back to um, back to school um uh, project which I'm also busy with with it now. <laughs> which are always at mark McCar and African as it drives it drives me crazy because we always um like uh, always to take this stuff in a correct way, in a correct format because our secret is very strict. I always laugh, like oh no, if you don't do that to me, please just so, like actually we know we have to take this we think like this in this way in this format, and you know, last year, beginning of the year, we we could help more than I think um, I'm thinking under I'm correction now. Uh, more, plus plus minus 200 um, um, children. Wow, um, Maybe children could help them with with school uniform, with school stationery, and it just <laughs> there are more to talk about, but the time. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow, perhaps we can have you on again to just elaborate and talk about this a lot because, Ati, you really are doing the Lord's work. And especially, like, I like what you said about how you felt like you had to focus on the elderly at this point because of how much they often get neglected and forgotten about. So that really, that is a beautiful thing that you did for them. And also God coming through for you. Like, this just reiterates what we as, you know, Christians believe and we say that... um God can do it. He can do anything. Anything yeah. that we, our plans are aligned with. He makes a way. He always does. So I would like to ask you, lastly but not leastly, how can anyone contact you or find you guys? Like, what are your websites or social media handles so that people can get in touch with you and Uyanda? Yeah, uh, yeah
1: um, how you can get in contact with Uyanda? We have a, a Facebook page called Uyanda Seven-State Movement. You can like our page and you can just look up there for updates and information. And also we have, um, on the page, you can access to our, to our WhatsApp of our OUYANA number, which is 065-820-7712. Mm-hmm. And also you can have, um, get contact with me directly, um, at 72 707 Or else you can invite me on Facebook, at Indwebi. Mm-hmm. And you can also follow me on my page one step at a time, which way I also share some Uyan some Uyanda's events and Uyanda's information on my page also. Which I also um last year started open uh, open a group which also only focused on me but from the Uyanda side now, um, which is Yelp Ati Yelping Others. It's a group on my it is a group on Facebook in this set Yelp Ati. Helping others, you can join this group, which we help people. Which now, which, which also now we are helping a, a, um, a granny mm. um, of plus seventy years old, with, um together with four of her grandchildren, she is living in mm. Um But you can just check the on our page; you can see the story. It's a long story, and it's a very touchy story. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And, and we're also busy at the moment. We all, always ask for people to pray with us as we are busy with our registrations, um, with our with our NPO registration this year, which is so great because now we are we are done with our constitution, which was uh, mostly a high part of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. So you guys heard it here, where you need to go exactly. And we will say it again at the end of the show. Ati, thank you so much for joining us today live on in studio. It was great having you here telephonically. And thank you again just for just doing this and having the courage to do this thing that God has put on your heart for the community. Like, thank you. Please, I have to say goodbye for now, but hopefully we can have you on again in the near
1: future. To even elaborate
0: on some more of these stories. They're so inspirational.
1: Yeah. Thanks very much, Zoe. Thank you very much to um, Radio Cape Pulpit for having me tonight. Thank you very much to the listeners. Have a blessed evening. Thank you.
0: Thank you, you too. Goodbye.
1: Bye.
0: Wow. Sure, guys. That was... I don't know about you guys, but that was very chilling and touching for me, but in the best way possible. To see someone who's so young... And they've done so much to change so many people's lives. Oftentimes as young people, we can underestimate ourselves and think, oh, but what can I do? I'm, I'm only a kid. And Ati started this organization when he was nearly not even a major. He was 16. He was a minor and it's the work he's done and just everything. It's just astounding. It's amazing. And I love talking about things like this. It's. He truly is doing the Lord's work. And let this also be an inspiration to anyone out there who's listening and they feel that they have heard the voice of God telling them to go out into the world and just do something like this, to spread his name and make the lives of his children easier. Do not be afraid. As you've seen, the Lord will do it. Anything that his hand is on, it will come to pass. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Now let's just go straight on into the mystery Bible quiz. 180 degrees on I am youth movement. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Now, welcome to the mystery Bible quiz section of the show. I'm going to do my best impression of Inga, but I'm not good at impressions. So I take that back. You didn't hear it from me. I will not be doing that. So this week's mystery Bible quiz is quite an interesting one centering around two fraternal twins in the Bible. I never actually considered them twins because of how differently they are described, but that is what they are. So the question for this week's mystery Bible quiz is what were Isaac's son's names and who was born first? As you know, twins cannot be born at the same time. So you will get extra points if you name them in the order of who is born first. So if you have any idea which what the names of these fraternal twins are, please WhatsApp the answer to 081-729-1657. I repeat, 081-729-1657. You are currently tuned into to 180 degrees on 729 a.m. Radio Cape Pulpit. We have 15 minutes until 8 o'clock, and I would love to get an answer from you guys tonight. Follow us on Facebook today.
1: I am radio.
0: We had a question for you guys centered around this week's Bible quiz. Now the question was, what were Isaac's sons' names and who was born first? Many of you guys got the order of this incorrect, so I'm just gonna let this one slide. It's okay, they're twins. They were born at the same time practically. There was what, a 20 minute difference? So the answer is, their names were Jacob and Esau. Esau came out first with Jacob Grabbing his seal Knowing the order of who was born first Is very important as there are many There are just many things that happen Because of this order But to all of you who participated Pat yourselves on the back Some of you We need to go back to (laughs) We need to go back to Sunday school But let's just head straight on to the happy health tip Since we can go back to that
1: Follow us on Facebook today I am radio
0: Health tips how to be happy in your health it's not just about being healthy it's about being happy should be quite interesting chocolates are the true source of happiness and Luane has never told a single lie however this week's happy health tip unfortunately cannot center around chocolates however it will center around something far more important In honor of it being Childhood Cancer Day today, we are going to be talking about some things you can do to reduce your risk of developing cancer. However, we would recommend that you guys go and get screened as frequently as you can. There are many different cancers you may not know about, but this is something you can start off with. First, do not use tobacco. Tobacco of any kind can put you on a collision course with cancer. Smoking has been linked to various types of cancers, including lung cancer, mouth cancer, throat cancer, larynx cancer, pancreas cancer, bladder cancer, and the list just goes on. However, it's not even just about smoking tobacco. Inhalation of the tobacco can also lead to quite a few health complications, so be careful about that as well. Next is to eat a healthy diet. Follow this religiously. Although making healthy selections at the grocery store and at mealtimes cannot guarantee or prevent cancer prevention, it can reduce your risk. Check some guidelines. Eat plenty of fruits and vegetables. Base your diets on fruits and greens and anything from plant sources. To avoid obesity, try eating lighter and leaner by choosing fewer high calorie foods, including refined sugars and fat from animal sources. If you choose to drink alcohol, do so in moderation as excessively drinking can lead you in the risk of many different types of cancers. Next is to limit processed meats. A report from the International Agency for Research on Cancer, the cancer agency of the who concluded that eating large amounts of processed meat can slightly increase the risk of certain types of cancer. Next is to maintain a healthy weight and be physically active. This is something we advocate strongly here on 180 Degrees. Maintaining a healthy weight might lower the risk of various types of cancer, including cancers of the breast, prostate, lung, colon, and kidney. Physical activity can help you with this. Next, protect yourself from the sun. We live in Africa. That's all I'm going to say about that. So do not be shy about using sunblock, even if you are of a darker complexion. I've made that mistake severally in my life, gotten burnt. But however, we must not ignore the fact that there's a large hole in the ozone layer, specifically over South Africa. Going out without sunscreen is inviting a lot of trouble. Next is to avoid risky behavior. And you know what I mean. This is to avoid behaviors that can lead to various infections that may be incurable and will lead to an increase in cancer. Many behaviors such as anything you wouldn't want a good Christian person to be doing. Try not to engage in that. Please. We're begging you here. And then the next is to get radical, is to get regular medical care. I don't know why my mind mushed those two words up, but you should do that as frequently as you can see your healthcare practitioner to help stay in touch and up to date with what's happening in your body. And that is all we have here for the happy health tips. But I'm going to have to sign off soon because somehow the time has flown by. I was here by myself and I was just missing Inga the whole time. Inga, if you're listening to this, can't wait to have you back in studio. next week. We have something very exciting planned for you guys next week. You don't want to miss it. Now, as we lead to the end and the bottom of the hour, please stay tuned for the next youth show that's going to come on next. We're going to listen to Closer by Amanda Cook first before we get there. But yes, this has been me on 180 Degrees, signing out.